For days last week, traditionally conservative news site Drudge kept going at the top of his page, articles from medical experts warning to ratchet down a Thanksgiving celebration this Thursday in America. Will enough people be listening? Dr. Deborah Burks, well-known, well-liked White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator, is saying Thanksgiving gatherings should be limited to immediate family members and not a maximum number of people. Don't become a super-spreader event that later you'll regret. A random survey taken of 635 epidemiologists. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Most are staying home. One is traveling with her family to her parents' house in upstate Poughkeepsie, New York a two-car garage with the doors rolled up, tables spread 10 feet apart. Another has an outdoor tent with a heater running to try and keep a little warm. Whether you're in America, Canada, or anywhere, thankfulness turns to thoughtfulness. Even if you don't believe it, keep others safe. Welcome to Haven Today. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus, and we're in a series this week that we're calling Behold the Lamb of God. I know you've heard that song, the Hallelujah Chorus, written by George Friedrich Handel with words coming from the book of Revelation. The Lord shall reign forever. He is the King of kings and Lord of lords. Can I get a hallelujah for that? This song, along with the rest of Handel's Messiah, was written in a desperate time for desperate people. The mid-1700s in London, dark times, false teaching like deism, was on the rise. People were saying God created the world, but he never intervened in the world. Christian culture and morality were on the decline. But at this time, God was still intervening. He was raising up a great awakening led by people you've probably heard of, George Whitfield, the Wesley brothers, and Jonathan Edwards. And he used someone most of us have never heard of in a mighty way to help handle write the Messiah. His name was Charles Jennings. He believed beyond a doubt that God was more than interested in humanity. He believed the Lord was involved in human affairs. Jennings pulled together carefully chosen scripture texts and sent them to his friend Handel. The scriptures were ordered in such a way that they told the story of redemption, the promise of the Messiah, his arrival in history, his death, and his resurrection. Music began to dance inside Handel. Holy scripture, divinely inspired, brought forth music like never before to the most popular composer of his day. Both Jennings and Handel concluded the Lord was at work in this project. And so, the Messiah was a part of the Great Awakening that began in the early 1740s. In a moment, we're going to look at one of the major themes in Messiah, how Jesus was and is the Lamb of God. And we'll also hear from a young nurse who recently came down with COVID herself. She'll share how the Lord has been ministering to her in trying days. 
after the program, I want to invite you to get copies of Handel's Messiah for yourself and for others to feast on this coming Christmas 2020. We've chosen the arrangement by John Rutter with the Cambridge Singers and the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Using a small English church as his studio, the words become clearer. They blend more clearly with the music that will lead your faith to soar with Christmas coming. Call us after the program for one or more copies of Messiah at 800-654-2836, 800-65-HAVEN. And if you'd like to learn more about Messiah before your shipment arrives, come watch the mini-documentary I shot a few years back at Handel's house. We also have a blog post that shows all of the scripture used for each of the songs in Messiah, a helpful resource while you're listening. And once you've looked at all of that, you can make your gift for your two CD sets of Messiah at haventoday.org. That's haventoday.org. And yes, you've heard me say it many times if you listen to the program, but so many people are still asking for the chosen TV show. We still have the DVDs with all eight episodes for your gift to the ministry. I think this also would make a great Christmas present for those you love. And now we open with the Vertical Church Band and Lamb of God. You came from heaven's throne Acquainted with our sorrow To train the dead we owe Your suffering for our freedom
Behold the Lamb of God. That's what we're calling the program. I'm Charles Morris, and we opened with the Vertical Church Band. The name of our series this week, as we continue to reflect on perhaps the most powerful oratorio ever written, Handel's Messiah. Part two of Messiah, at least in the most popular versions, opens with this powerful line from John chapter 1, Behold the Lamb of God. They're the words of John the Baptist, right after repeating himself again to the crowds, I am not the Christ. John knew who he was, and he knew he was not the Savior, something all Christians should remember as they live in this world. We are not the Christ, just like John the Baptist. Our privilege and calling is to point people to Christ. Behold, the Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world. You can almost hear an amen after a line like that, can't you? Christ is at the center, not John the baptizer, not you and me. And that's what Handel's Messiah does for us, reminds us that it's all about Jesus. Every word of Messiah is taken from Scripture. And as Handel went about setting, Behold the Lamb of God to music, I can't help but think he exclaimed amen in response. We see that word amen show up several times in his own hand in the original manuscripts. Amen, one of his favorite phrases. In fact, when I was in London with Catherine Hogg a few years ago, she showed me just how much Handel used that word. Catherine, we're looking at this facsimile of the original score, and I'm seeing amen, amen, amen. There were a lot of amens at the end of the Messiah. 24 pages of amens. It goes uh, on for a good few minutes. Uh, well, yeah. if, if Jesus so many times in the gospel could have said amen, amen, we translate it truly or verily or whatever, but he said it in double time, we can allow Handel to have said it for 24 pages. A lot of pages. He, he multiplies on and on, amen. Amen, right till you get to the very end. And uh, he oh, just, and he he just was keeps reworking, he's reworking a even bit there, there, you can see. And then we get finally a great Amen very emphatically at the end. Wow. End and, of the oratorio. And you're wondering, should I really stand up and go home after this? When he finished, there is a story. Uh, and he did this in three weeks. Yes. Didn't leave the house, uh, just kept writing the whole time, missed some meals, I've understood. Absolutely. But apparently there was a great spiritual relief when he finished this. Yes, yes. There's a, a story that says that apparently at the end he said, I, I felt I saw all heaven open before me and the face of God. Um, again, we... This is a story that's lasted over the years, so... Uh, I'll take it. I think we can take it. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Catherine. Pleasure. 24 pages of Amen. That's a lot. That's how Handel's Messiah ends, and I'm Thankful for the time I was able to spend with Catherine Hogg in London at the Foundling Museum a few years ago. That's when I first learned that Handel felt heaven had opened up for him as he finished composing his now famous Messiah. Amen. Amen. 24 pages of Amen. Let it be. Let it be. Let it be. It's the response of a heart full of faith to God's grace. Let it be, Lord. Your will be done. That's where we find hope, not in our accomplishments, but in the Lord's will being accomplished in as well as through us. Even something as masterful as Messiah was not an accomplishment 
of Handel's own hand. It was the Lord orchestrating everything, working in the background, using this oratorio to call people to himself, calling people not just to say amen along with Handel, but to behold the Lamb of God along with John. And even though this happened a long time ago, it has so much to say to us in the here and now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. As I record, records continue to be set, no end in sight. We need to know that the Lord is working. And that's why I called up Joanna McDonald. And uh, I will always think of her as Joanna Scott, but her name now is Joanna McDonald. And Joanna, your mom, she picks the music on the program. You've stayed at my house and I've been to your house, but you've had an incredible year and we're having you on right now because you actually have COVID. You're a nurse. Tell me what in the world has been happening to you this week, and it's the week of the American Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's funny. We this whole year has been affected by COVID in some way. Not just you know watching the news, but we got married in April and had to change all of our wedding plans. I was working as a nurse in the hospital, um, being floated to the COVID floor every week or so and helping COVID patients on that floor. And then now as a pastor's wife and on staff at a church, you know, figuring out how to do ministry, understanding that COVID is is dangerous, but also ministry is important and how to lower those risks. And then just this past week, started getting a headache and decided I should get tested. And here we are, positive for COVID-19. So I have now seen coronavirus from just about every angle (laughs) possible. Thankfully, I've had a mild case. Joanna, your husband was negative on one of the rapid tests, but he's there with you. You're both quarantining. You're acting like Philip has it. You know you have it. You are recovering. You're getting better. Hopefully, you won't have any later effects. How are you praying right now? You think the Lord's saying anything to you through this? In every perspective that I've had of COVID this year with getting married, you know, during COVID and being a nurse, taking care of COVID people and having COVID and all these different things. God just keeps pressing on my mind that he is in control and he was not taken by surprise with any of this. And he has COVID on a leash and he will accomplish his purposes. And so even without COVID as a nurse, it's very scary. Sometimes you have people that just crash right in front of you. And it's like, Lord, what are you doing? And just trusting that he somehow is good. He is in control. He will work all things together for the good of those who love him. And that he has written every day of our lives in his book. He ordained them before one of them came to be. And that somehow his ways are higher than our ways and higher than our thoughts, but that he is still on the throne. So as a nurse, that's comforting. As a COVID sufferer, that's certainly comforting. You know, maybe that's one reason he's allowing this is so that we can just step back and acknowledge like, yes, Lord, you are in control. You get our eyes off of some of these idols, off of our our self-reliance. Um, and just point us back to you. Mm, That is so good. I needed to hear that. Thank you. Why don't you lead us in prayer right now? We've got people that are afraid and people who in America that are wondering 
what in the world is going to happen to me? I can't even see my family or be with them for Thanksgiving. Yet we've got the Lord and he's in control, as you just said. Lead us in prayer right now, Joanna. Absolutely. Dear Lord Jesus, we just thank you for who you are. We thank you for your um, rule and reign over us, that you are a good God, that you are just, that you are all powerful, and yet you also love us and are intimately involved and interested and you care about us to the point that you sent your own son to die for us. Lord, I pray during this very strange year, 2020 and coronavirus and just all of these things, that you would just make your presence known, that you would, Lord, calm our hearts of fears and anxieties. Um, And just as we go into Thanksgiving week here, Lord, I pray that you would just help us focus on all of the wonderful things that you, for who you are and that you've done for us, just help us to focus on all of that and not just our immediate situation in COVID, Lord. Um, You are so good, so faithful, and you will continue to be so, coronavirus or no coronavirus. Um, So we just praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Joanna McDonald, thank you for joining me here on the program. Thank you very much, Charles. It's been great to be with you. The Lord is still working in the midst of this pandemic. Thank you, Joanna, for joining me to share a little bit about that. There are many ways I've seen Christians respond. I have seen fear. I have heard anger. And I've also seen outright defiance. But I've also seen faithfulness. Men and women beholding the Lamb together, trusting in His Word and His compassion, and quietly loving their neighbors as they do. I think we all need to be faithful to the Lord right now. Not because our salvation depends on it. Of course not. Jesus paid it all. The Lamb of God has taken away all our sin. May we be faithful because the Lord is worthy. And He's the one currently at work, orchestrating even these dark times to resound in His praises. And for everyone who trusts in Christ alone, by faith alone, the sting of death is no more.
O death, where is thy sting? From Handel's Messiah, here on a haven today in a program called Behold, the Lamb of God. The more you listen to this masterpiece, the more it means to you. The music is stirring. The words right from God's word. And Handel's Messiah was used by the Lord in bringing the Great Awakening to England and the world beyond back in 1742. It really means a great deal to me to know that Handel and his friend Charles Jennings were concerned about the decline of Christianity. They wanted to reach the masses with the gospel. I'm already listening to it every day, and I want you to experience the power of Messiah this Christmas as well. In fact, I want to encourage you to get a couple of extra copies, maybe, to share with those you know and love as well. It's a great way to share the gospel here in 2020. And I really appreciate that the double CD we have for you was recorded intentionally so you could more clearly understand every word. So, I want to invite you to let this masterpiece fill your home and your heart this Christmas with the light and glory of the Messiah. I think it will inspire your life and encourage your soul. Why don't you call us right now? Make your gift to the ministry and ask for a copy of this two-CD set of Handel's Messiah. And perhaps you'd also like to get copies to send to those you love to enjoy this Christmas to come. Our number you can call right now is 800-654-2836. That's 800-65-HAVEN. And I want to invite you to come and check out our blog there at haventoday.org where you can watch the mini documentary I shot on location at Handel's house where he wrote Messiah. But I also want you to read a new post where we detail every scripture used in the oratorio. I know it would be a resource for you as you're listening to this masterpiece. Our web address is haventoday.org, haventoday.org. And don't forget, we still have the first season of The Chosen, all eight episodes on a pair of DVDs for your minimum gift. Christmas, not far away. This just might make a great gift for someone you love. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow when again we get to share together the great story, It's All About Jesus, here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with God, this is David Wolin with Haven Ministries inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. In her now famous book, One Thousand Gifts, Ann Voskamp writes how a friend once challenged her to make a list of the many gifts God had given her. She started her list, she reached a thousand, and she kept going, and in the process discovered how powerful and transforming gratitude toward God can be. Now, making a list like that might sound hard at first, but God's gifts include even the smallest things. Every ray of sunshine, every chirping bird, raindrop, hot meal, every smile on your children's faces. As God's Word says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights who does not change like shifting shadows. Have you stopped to thank God today? Grow in your walk with Christ. Visit GetAnchor.com.